everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey guys. Hey. Hi. Hello. You're listening to episode 78 of Hop Culture. Thanks so much for joining us today. Have you ever caught yourself in a cycle of feeling defensive and then judgmental in response to something someone has said about your choices? Have you ever felt mom shamed? Do you feel guilty for comparing yourself to other people in order to feel better about yourself? We've all been there, and we're going to talk about it in our episode today. So before we get started, I have two fears about this episode um, that I feel like we need to dispel. We need to have some... I I love nothing more than a disclaimer on our episodes. I feel like every good episode... <laughs> this is every episode. <laughs> disclaimer, exactly. Every episode where we talk about anything of worth will come with like eight Claire disclaimers. But um, <laughs> this episode is not like a passive-aggressive response to experience I had where someone judged me or like anything like that. It's not like, I don't know. I don't want anyone think it's like vague, you know, on social media when people make like vague comments and you have to guess mm-hmm. who it's alluding to. I always assume it's about me, even if it's someone that like I haven't spoken <laughs> to in five years. Um, so it's totally not like in response to anything specific. And we also don't want it to feel like a Sunday school lesson or something or a lecture on why you shouldn't judge. Not that Sunday school is bad. The inspiration actually came from, so the not going to lie questions that we did last week, there were the, there's like the little roll the dice option where you can send someone like a pre-written question, you know? And I, I never have, I never did that, but I did see several people I saw answered the question was, are you judgmental? So I assume that was one of the questions. Did you guys see that? <laughs> I didn't see that, but I hope it was one of the <laughs> who sends I know exactly. Like that. That's the thing. When I first saw like someone answer, I was like, who would ask someone like, are you judgmental? But I think it was because I saw probably like three or four people with are you judgmental, which I just think is like a really bad question. Everyone everyone judges, in my opinion. <laughs> I hate to say it. I think maybe to di- di- varying in degrees or like about different issues, but I think it's like, as we learned in researching for this episode, it is human nature. So I just kind of thought that was funny. And I feel like the experience of feeling defensive about other people's opinions is just so universal and like such a human experience. We thought it would be a fun topic for discussion. So um, none of us have had, you know, we haven't been publicly shamed recently or anything. There's no ill will or trauma this is coming from. It was just. <laughs> I, I'm i laughing that you're giving this disclaimer because if I heard someone giving this an episode like this, I would not have assumed that it was coming from like a recent slight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. So I just, just <laughs> I'm worried that it would come across like. This is why you shouldn't judge. And people will be like, oh, like what happened to her recently? <laughs> you know, that's- I have I have heard some podcasts like that, I would say. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I just didn't and and we wanted to more we want to more focus on like how you can feel better about yourself rather than like, yeah, we're not here to lecture anybody about 
not judging. Yeah, so we're pretty sure we all know that we shouldn't be too hard on each other. So then why do we do it? So we did a little bit of research for this episode and read like a few articles from Psychology Today and stuff. Um, And one thing that I think we all know, but kept getting brought up, is that judging other people is a kind of a cheap way to feel better about yourself in the moment. Because it's kind of like, oh, they do this. At least I don't do that. I mean, I gave an example just last week when we were talking about the Stanley Cups. And I said I liked being in that Facebook group because it made me feel like a little less out of control with my money. <laughs> because there people that had like 50 Stanley Cups, you know. And obviously I was kidding, you know, ish. But like that sentiment is true, right? Like that it's a kind of a quick way to bolster your own self-esteem, but it's really an empty method for that. Yeah. Also in one of the the podcasts that we listen to, Better Than Happy by Jodi Moore, she has an episode about, um, you know, why, why we judge and how to stop judging other people. And I really liked the example she gave, which was like, she had taken her kids to get haircuts, um, and she spur of the moment decided to have her little girl get a haircut. Um, and her, her daughter, she hadn't brushed her hair that day and she had really like long, thick, curly hair. Um, and so the, the woman who was trying to do her daughter's hair was having a hard time getting the brush through it. And like she was getting frustrated and she finally was like, you need to brush your daughter's hair before you bring her in for a haircut. And so Jody, feel dumb just calling her Jody like we're friends. I feel like she's <laughs> we all are friends. We've talked Ms. about Moore. her enough on here that Miss Moore. <laughs> We've Ms. talked Moore. about her enough on here that she is basically a friend of the pod, even though she doesn't. Yeah. So Grace, Jody. I think she'd want you to call her Jody. She'd want to be on a first name basis mm-hmm. with you. Okay, thanks, Jody. Um, yeah, she she felt defensive and was like then, you know, going around like talking about it with her kids and tried to talk about it with her husband, you know, like how this, like, well, I don't know why she felt like she had to, you know. And her, she was kind of like, it's a hair salon. Like, I'm sorry, I thought that they could detangle her hair, you know. Yeah, she's like, okay, like, hair place can't brush someone's hair. (laughs) Like, that's a basic requirement, which is, you know, a fair point. But it's like, that is another reason that I feel like that a lot with, like, road rage, where, like, I'm... (laughs) Even when I know that I've cut someone off or I've, I've like made a mistake, if the person honks at me or seems annoyed, I'm instantly like mad at them. Mm-hmm. And I think that we just get defensive pretty quickly when we perceive someone judging us, we make sure that we judge them right back just as hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked one of the articles said, um, I think it was the one in the Atlantic, um, talked about how we don't we don't even give people the chance to not be judging us we just assume always that (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're judging and if something seems vague about like their reaction to something we're just like oh that was so judgmental when half the time they just like don't understand like what we're telling them or like they don't understand they're just not understanding where we're coming from or maybe they're just bad reactors. Like sometimes I I just assume that people in my life are judging when I literally have no idea because they could just be like having like weird reactions that I don't mm-hmm. 
understand. Yeah, that article, um, it was called No One Cares, I think, and it was written by Arthur Brooks, which we use some of his content, I think, on our episode about disagreeing. Um, but he, yeah, was just talking about how studies have actually shown that no one is thinking about us as much as we think they are. And that might make you feel sad. <laughs> like no one, <laughs> people don't care about you as much as you think. Not that they don't love you, but like most, no one's sitting around obsessing over your actions as much as you are. So a lot of times when we jump to assumptions about what people are thinking, it's not true because they're, you know, they are consumed with their own problems and their own lives, you know? So it's true. I do think there's um, almost like a cultural obsession a little bit with like trying to prevent people from judging us or, you know, like no judgment mm -hmm. zone. And I do think obviously it's a really good thing to work on because it harms relationships. But I think for me, the best way to combat it is to like work on my own confidence rather than trying to like manipulate what other people are thinking and feeling because we actually have no power over other people, unfortunately, you know. Um, and I feel like for myself, when I'm, especially with parenting, I feel like parenting is one of the areas that, you know, we've all heard the term mom shaming and it's notoriously easy to feel judgmental or on the flip side, feel like you are being judged about your parenting or someone else's parenting. And why do you guys think that is? Like, why do you think parenting is like so specifically, I don't know, it's like a minefield for judgment? I think um, we're all really like sensitive about our own parenting choices because it is so important to us, obviously. Like we all love our kids so much and it's also really difficult so you just, it's easy to feel really defensive. Um, even when I think people mean absolutely no harm. Like I remember following this Instagram account and she was talking about how, you know, some some people are so obsessed with like baby led weaning. And there was this mom friend of hers that came up to her and was talking about how her child was doing baby led weaning. And so this Instagrammer, she was like, oh, well, um, my my son's doing really well eating purees, which like isn't a part of baby led weaning. And they were kind of just going back and forth, like sharing, you know, things about one was sharing stuff about how her child was baby led weaning. And she was sharing stuff about how they weren't doing that, basically. And the Instagrammer was like, she seemed really offended that this other mom was talking about her experience feeding her child. And she only really wanted to like share her experience not doing baby led winning. She didn't want to hear anyone else's experience about it because she felt like they were judging her because they were doing something different. And I think like we, we just interpret anyone doing anything differently sometimes as judgment when as I was reading this account, I was kind of like, I don't think that the other mom meant anything bad by sharing. <laughs> you know, she was just excited about the way she was feeding her child, just like you were excited about how you were feeding your child. You know, no one was saying anything rude to each other, but for some reason, like, she was really offended by it. So, I don't know. It's just, it's such a big deal compared to, like, some of the other things that 
we do in life. And I don't think there's really like a right or wrong way to do it. And so you're constantly questioning like, am I doing this right? Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to feel like people are judging you. I think that's true. The like the way that there's not really a wrong or right, but we so desperately want (laughs) everything that we have chosen to be right. Mm -hmm. Um, And with like our political beliefs, we can, you know, kind of delude ourselves into thinking that like, this is the only right way, even though that's not true either. But I feel like with parenting, you really, at some point, like somewhere within your soul have to realize that like people (laughs) who raise their kids using a different method of something, their kids turned out okay too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, they love their kids too. Yeah, I, I totally agree that like, when we see people doing something totally different, like with their life than than we did, then sometimes we perceive it as like a slight, <laughs> even though they're just they're just making their own choices and they're not they don't they literally don't care what you're doing. And I think maybe that's why it's offensive because we're like, but look at look at how like don't you think I'm doing a good job with mm-hmm. my life? Don't like, you why emulate is me? Is my way not good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just saw like a, a video recently of a girl who was saying like when she decided to move away from wherever she was living, she lived in a warm place and she decided to move to Oregon and everyone who she told that to was like, well, you know, it rains all the time. They just only had negative things to say about Oregon. And... She was like, I think it's just, I think it's just because, like, I know that it rains. Like, I'm, I'm not like deluding myself into thinking that it's, I'm not thinking that they're dumb for living where, where I just moved away from. But they perceived it as like, oh, you're moving away because you don't like it here. You don't like our home where we chose to live. And so it was very offensive. And we do that all the time. And then we, like, in defense, we like judge what everyone else does because Mm -hmm. we think it's like, something against us yeah and really judging other people is not going to solve like your own insecurities about the way you're doing things (laughs) i mean like we said at the beginning it might be like a little moment it's a little moment of trying to make yourself feel better but it really doesn't get at the root problem and that's been my experience is like you know because we've probably all had experiences with people where I don't know. There might be specific people that were kind of like, oh, they're judgmental. But then it kind of turns into a cycle. And I know people joke about this, but it really does turn into a cycle of like, you start to be judgmental about the fact that they're judgmental. And then it's just kind of this toxic thing, you know? And I feel like most people, when you really get to know them, you can kind of understand, you can kind of see that some of those like really strong opinions, even if they're unfair and even if they're directed at you and that hurts, like, that usually comes from some kind of insecurity or like pain that they're dealing with deep down, you know? And Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know, it's a lot easier to just like kind of forgive and move on and not let it bother you when it's like that finally started to click for me in the last couple of years that like most people's actions come from either just like ignorance or pain of their own, you know, like if it's something negative and it's just a lot easier to I don't know, kind of forgive that once you realize that. But I mean, it's still it's still hard. And um, I feel like back to the parenting thing, like I have so many insecurities about the way I'm parenting because I've never done it before. And that's the thing about parenting is like you kind of get one chance, you know, I mean, I guess you get more you couldn't have more than one child. But like you really don't know, like if you're doing a good job until your child 
is an adult, unfortunately. And so it's just it just feels like the stakes are so high. Um, and I know like I caught myself the other day. We were at a playground and um, there was a mom there and she she had these cute little toddlers and they were climbing. It was like one of those fake rocks that's like meant for kids to climb on. Um, and her kids were little, but they were climbing on it and she was really, really nervous about them climbing on it. You know, and she kept and I was letting my kids climb on it. And I tend one of my insecurities as a parent is that. I the my kids are just kind of like out of control all the time. I'm like I can't. I don't. I feel like where we live, having four kids is not super common, and I get a lot of like stares and comments. And so one of my insecurities is that people will perceive that like I don't know. I'm like, why would you have four kids? Like you can't keep track of them. Even though no one has literally ever said that to me, you know. But that's it's just like these little perceptions that have built up over time to where I kind of have this this idea that like when we go in public I need to like be on top of things because people are going to be looking at me like oh my gosh like that lady and her kids they're out of control she's not watching them you know and I've had experiences where like my back has been turned and a kid has stood up in a cart and then people have like really made me feel bad about it you know I've had times where like my back's been turned and something's happened and I've been embarrassed that like I wasn't watching my kids close enough so but I also – so I think one of the – like because that's an insecurity, something I've kind of subscribed to is a little more – I wouldn't say I'm a free-range parent really at all. But I do think <laughs> – I don't think I'm a free-range parent, but I do like the idea that letting your kids have some freedom and especially like to take some physical risks and stuff is good for them, like their physical development. And there is evidence of that, you know, and I, I, I like the idea of like letting my kids – take some risks within reason. So I typically let my kids climb up high on things. You know, if they can climb up themselves, then I'm okay with them climbing. So I was letting my kids climb on this rock. I thought it was perfectly safe, but this sweet mom was like so terrified of her kids climbing. And she she was just like kind of in like a state of like frenetic. (laughs) Like she was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so nervous. You're scaring me. Oh, oh, like, you know, and she was like, you just got to get off. Like, I can't handle this. And she just like took the kids down and like took them to another part of the playground. And I caught myself kind of thinking like, oh my gosh, like her kids are totally fine. Like she's going to stunt their development, you know, because she's making it so <laughs> they can't climb and it's good for them. They should, they should do that, you know? And then I was like, it's none of my business. Like, and I'm just, I'm judging her because I feel insecure that maybe I'm, I should be more careful too, you know? So I don't know. It's like, it can, can be this vicious cycle and I think just recognizing those moments and being like, what does this say about me more than the other person, you know, when you catch yourself like thinking like mm-hmm. that. So how do we actually stop ourselves from judging other people? Like what are some methods that we can use? Um, One that I know a lot of people love because of a quote from Ted Lasso <laughs> and in Ted Lasso, it says he's quoting Walt, Walt Whitman, I think. Um, I actually looked this quote up and on Snopes.com, it says there's no evidence of Walt Whitman having ever said this. So they don't know where it comes mm-hmm. from. But um, be curious, not judgmental. So I like that's I actually think that's a great like little saying to remember. And if you catch yourself kind of 
being judgmental, just think, oh, I wonder why, I wonder what experiences, you know, have, have led them to that. Or I wonder like why they wanted to, to make that choice or, you know, just, I think Mm -hmm. we can learn so much from other people. And like Tess was saying, sometimes people choosing something else feels like a personal attack on what we've chosen, but usually it's a result of like very rational thought process or experiences they've had. So, um, it's like a small change that I think makes a big difference. Yeah. I think that the, like being curious is it's good to apply to the person that you are judging. And it's also a good thing to apply to yourself. It's like when you catch yourself feeling upset that someone has done something or, you know, like you can take a step back and ask like, why, like, huh, I wonder, I wonder why this matters to me. Like, I wonder, I wonder what it's making me feel, you know, like, why, why do I feel bad when I see them doing this thing that has nothing to do with me? Mm -hmm. You know, like, why, why am I angry about that? And kind of looking at, at yourself, because sometimes we are so harsh about people, about being judgmental, when it's such a natural thing, it's kind of unfair to be, you know, so harsh on something that like everybody does. Mm -hmm. And we're all working through. Totally. I recently had, <laughs> I'm going to be very vague because <laughs> I Ooh, this had, is, this is great. I can't wait. Now we're getting to figure out. I know. Now we're getting into it. <laughs> I had an experience where I got very upset with someone behind their back. They, they didn't know that I was upset, but I'm I scared. was very upset that this is like I about, me. I know I'm so excited. Oh no. <laughs> it, I will say it's no one on this podcast, um, <laughs> but I was very upset about something that someone was like very intense, like had an intense opinion on that I thought like didn't matter at all. But I was kind of like offended that they had such a, such a strong opinion. Anyway, bottom line, I realized later because it was about like a product, like they thought one product was like better than all other products. And I was very offended because I was like, I think all the products are good. And so Later, I had a curious moment where I was like, why? Like, I was, it was like an angry, curious moment where I was just like, why would they, why would they possibly care about that? But then I realized, like, that person had told me earlier that they had invested lots of money into one of this, <laughs> this one specific product. And so I think that it was like hard for like that person to, think that like that product was not better than all other products because they had invested so much into accumulating it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it, was it this, helped was me. Was this like, dad and Jif peanut butter by any chance? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just trying to think of someone I know who feels so strongly that one brand is better than all others. And that's like what comes to mind. My point is like I really saw like it saved me from actually like getting upset with that person and in, in like person like because I was on the verge of being like not that product is not better than every other product but just the <laughs> fact that like I could be curious and realize like everyone's train of thought is very different and it makes sense in their mind that's something that Jody also said was like everyone's brain in their brain, what they are doing and what they're thinking makes perfect sense to them. Mm -hmm. And if you realize that, you start to realize like, okay, I can't, I can't really judge because they're just thinking so differently than me. And my way 
is not the best way. Mm-hmm. Can I bring up a point that I was thinking about when we were preparing for this podcast? I want to know if you guys think this is dumb or sound. Hmm, I'm excited. <laughs> so I was thinking about how many expectations are put on teenage girls and how mm-hmm. much adults judge teenage girls. And I'm I'm sure it also applies to boys, but I guess I just, you know, mm-hmm. we're always didn't experience we're always that. gonna we're always gonna be going we don't to bat for to girls. Boys. I know. <laughs> we'll get some sort of guy who was a teenage boy on here at some point and ask. But for now, <laughs> I only know this experience. But Yeah, exactly. I only know my <laughs> own experience. I feel like growing up I would hear like you'd hear adults talking about different girls. Like they were you know, whether they were a brat, mm-hmm. whether they were mm-hmm. a nice girl, a good girl, promiscuous, you know, like all the different mm-hmm. things. Like they're always like, you know, as a teenager, you know that adults are talking about you and your friends mm-hmm. and like judging whether you're a good influence or, you know, like mm-hmm. all these different things. And I think it helps me be more compassionate with myself when I do find myself judging other people because it's like, you're literally put in this like sort of pressure cooker of expectations growing up with like lots of people judging you. And it's just sort of natural, like we're going to turn around and and sort of like internalize that mm-hmm. and, and sort of keep that going. Mm-hmm. And now that we're adults, like that's not to say you can keep doing it. <laughs> you know, you have to take responsibility <laughs> for your actions and stuff. But like, I don't know, I feel like, being judgmental is something that sort of like irks me sometimes when people talk about like people who are judgmental. Cause I feel like that's something that also gets thrown at teenage girls a lot is that they're like judgmental or mm-hmm. I don't know. What mm-hmm. do you guys think? No, no, I, I totally agree. I think that's very valid. I agree. I, I, I feel like I do remember adults who had nothing to do with me. Nothing to do mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And my friends, you know, having having things to say about like our friendship, and I'm like, you don't, you don't know me at all. You don't know the situation at all. So yeah, I do think I don't know. We and we probably do end up worrying a little bit more about each other's judgment than men do. I don't mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. I don't think Matt's sitting around worrying that like the other men are like thinking things about him. Yeah, that's you know. a good point. I never yeah. really thought about that. I do think women stress out about what other people think about us. And honestly, mm-hmm. we probably get too swept up in other people's choices. I think that like, there's like a certain amount of like knowing that that people like, for sure are talking about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. That like, at a certain point, you're going to start looking at yourself and looking around yourself at your peers and wondering how you're, com- you know, like, mm-hmm. how you're doing in comparison to them. And like, I don't know, it just makes me have more compassion towards myself and also to other people when I, you know, if I see somebody else being judgmental, mm-hmm. rather than being like, oh my gosh, she's so judgmental. Being like, well, we all kind of like, came up through the same society where like, mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone yeah. is judging each other yeah. all the yeah, time. It's exactly. hard not to. Well, and everyone it. has been had these like insecurities placed upon them by society, and so we're all just like grasping at straws to help ourselves <laughs> feel better, you know. Mm-hmm, and yeah. and like again, to, I, I love like this turns into like a 
a woman's issues <laughs> discussion, but <laughs> with in the same vein as like teenage girls, back to like the mom shaming thing, I do think like moms have an insane amount of pressure on them mm-hmm. to be everything and do everything and be superhuman in ways that is just not realistic. And so I think that's where a lot of like the maybe personal like torment that we put on each other and on ourselves comes from is it's like we're grasping in a way to feel okay about the job we're doing because it's just so impossibly hard and like the expectations yeah. are mm-hmm. so high. And there's no external validation mm-hmm. that you're doing a good job. Yeah. 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 I, it's funny how like, because I just, this, I just thought of this because Anne was talking about how men probably never like judge are worried about like other men judging them or hardly ever worried about that. And I was asking Luke one time, because I was getting myself down, and I was like, don't you ever compare yourself to, like, other people? Like, And he was like, no. <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> never do. I never think about it. I do not think about what other people are doing. I do not care. And I was like, wow, what a, what a liberating lifestyle. Because I feel like the people I judge the most are actually the people I kind of admire the most or want, like, I want to be like them in some way Mm -hmm. or they make me feel insecure about myself because of xyz and if i could just like and i don't i don't want to um jump the gun because we are reading a book for our book club soon but i'm just going to say in this book in said book um she talked about how we need to stop like um expecting people to be more real like you know sometimes we're like Mm -hmm. we want people Mm -hmm. to be more real which means we want them to just not be successful (laughs) and like not share their success (laughs) like how dare she she is not real at all she's so fake because she's posting about you know how she finished a marathon and she's you know what she's making for dinner and we're just like ah like she has it all together she's not real Mm -hmm. but it's just because it makes us insecure about ourselves and like we don't have to like I think if we could recognize our own strengths mm-hmm. and um also just be like more okay with ourselves and like you know if we're not not doing great that's fine if we mm-hmm. are doing great that's also fine then I don't think that we would find ourselves judging totally each other. Yeah. 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 Jody Moore was talking about on her podcast um she was saying that a lot of times the people who find themselves judging others a lot are also the ones who judge themselves a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's definitely true. Like, I love a lot of people who are Enneagram ones. And <laughs> I can say that they have very high standards for themselves. And they have very strict principles that they believe in whatever they may be, and that can make them a little bit harsh. It can make them very harsh on themselves, and then they also expect other people to live up to those same standards. And um, and so, you know, I, I do maybe – I don't really feel like I am a very judgmental person. I am judgmental, you know, as as anyone is, but like – I don't know. It's not one of my bigger concerns about myself. And I'm like, I think it's probably because I don't have very like high expectations of myself either. <laughs> I was 
is the same thing about me. <laughs> so, so whenever, I don't know, when I encounter someone who seems really judgmental, I think it helps to think about the fact that they probably have really high standards for themselves too. And, and that's not the easiest way to live. Um, so I have, you know, respect for them for having those high standards and also maybe like some compassion for the fact that they might be like picking themselves apart a lot too. So, well, thank you for Enneagram one-splaining my life for me. <laughs> Anne's like avoiding eye contact with me. She's like, so I happen to know a lot of people that are Enneagram ones. No, it's true. I, that was one reason that I resisted like when I took the Enneagram test, I was like, oh, I'm not a one because one of the um, like hallmark things of an Enneagram one is being very critical. And mm. I feel like in our society right now, like judging is like akin to like murder kind of like, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. you can you can like commit theft and, you know, do all these horrible things, but don't judge, you know. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would never want anyone to think of me as judgmental because that's just like the worst kind of person you could possibly be you know like I don't know I just maybe it's like my own insecurity because I do probably lean towards like being critical more than I wish I did and something I like really really have worked on the last couple years but you know it is it is like part of my nature and yeah I do have like very high standards for myself too and Mm-hmm. I can assure you I feel twice as bad about myself as I do about, <laughs> about anyone else. But yeah, it is just like I'm trying to remember which article it was we read before. I think it was one of the Psychology Today ones where they said like you can just get if you're in the mindset of being judgmental, it's not like you're really differentiating like, oh, I'm going to judge other people, but I'm going to be super kind to myself. It's kind of like a pattern you get in and you're just going to be like harsh towards others and harsh towards yourself like you can't really differentiate it's like a frame of mind you get in kind of so Mm -hmm. yeah it's just a negative place to be and it's like good to just uh work on being kind to yourself and like tess was saying i feel like when you can be gentle with yourself it's just so much easier to not care about what other people think of you because you're confident in your own abilities and a phrase i like jokingly say but really does help is just thinking like I'm good at other things like you know I do like there's some things I'm just really bad at and that's okay because I know I have other strengths and when you can focus on those and be confident in those it's so much easier to just like let the things you struggle with go Mm -hmm. okay so let's let's talk about that like how you can be more more confident in yourself because I think we all want to work on not judging other people, but a lot of times the missing piece of the puzzle is feeling more secure in our own choices and abilities. Uh, so what is something that you guys have felt judged about? I got one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mine is that, um, and I do think that it stems from a personal insecurity, but sometimes I feel judged for my impulsive purchases um, <laughs> I'm sorry because Tess, I do we, get mocked a lot mock for you. them. Yeah, you do get judged for it, and that's on us. Yeah, I do. I am. It's not that I'm feeling judged; it's that I am being <laughs> we're not actively make you judged. Feel, yeah, we're not going to deny it. <laughs> I. Um, that's all I'll say. I I I do feel <laughs> that I spend my money in a responsible way. I track my purchases and I follow a budget, but I also do occasionally buy and 
a bubblegum pink ice cream maker uh, when it's... Hey, we didn't not- judge you for that. <laughs> We were, we were very surprised. Oh, we laughed pretty hard. We though. laughed. They did laugh. Said it. You laughed. It wasn't on sale, but it was still <laughs> okay, a budget. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I always feel like I have to like qualify. Like it was in my budget. I promise it was part of my mad money. It's, <laughs> it's like, more just that Tess <laughs> will pop up with something like totally out of left field. That yes, none of it's us more like the randomness was, like, of the. Per- I don't think for. that you. I don't think that you guys actually think I'm irresponsible. I hope that you don't actually think I'm like super irresponsible with my money, but I just have read things about youngest children being, you know, the most irresponsible ones in the family with money and being like the most likely to get into debt. And so it's gotten into my head. And now I just think you, (laughs) you all think I'm irresponsible. We, it's that we want to live vicariously through you. Honestly, though, feeling judged for how you spend your money is so annoying. And I've felt that before from other people. And so I'm sorry that we tease you because it really is. It's so aggravating. Cause it's, it's as like, common. I would say it's the si- like similar to like mom. Shit. Yeah, it is. It's very yeah. common. Uh-huh. <laughs> and to feel like you have to justify or people are like questioning. I don't know. It's it's really aggravating. So I'm so sorry, Tess. Um, I have okay. felt judged for uh, my lack of fashion and makeup skills and knowledge. What? within wait what what (laughs) that's oh oh actually no actually no i do i do think that i know who you feel judged by Mm -hmm. (laughs) well it's gotta be Anne, right obviously (laughs) Anne. yeah no it's Anne. fashion maybe not fashion i mean i can see yeah make you have made comments about i've made fun of your she makes fun my lack it's only because you talk so aspirationally about it and it's like (laughs) How do Literally I speak? How do I talk aspirationally? To the store and buy some makeup. Like, I don't know. <laughs> About like someday yeah, I dream floundering. of owning like a morph palette or something. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, I just, I don't know how to do this or that. And I don't know what this or that to buy. And it's like, just buy something and just put it on. I have and it hasn't gone well. And now I feel like it's too late for me. Especially with comments like that. So yeah, I felt I felt judged. I felt like the beauty train has left the station for me. And but it's like I said, it's okay. I'm good at other things. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> she sounds okay. She sounds centered and happy. You don't need I think Claire and I both you're so have like revealed like <laughs> We're like, but it's okay because I, yeah, I'm okay. Sound so not okay. <laughs> um, well, I've been judged in this family for not wanting to participate in any of the family stuff. That's true. We have judged <laughs> you for that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I stand by my judgments mm-hmm. on that. I think it's a fair judgment. <laughs> I wish that my personality would change so that people would stop judging me, but it's not going to. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do we move on? That's the real question. <laughs> and you're last. I'm excited to hear what you're going to say because you said you're not very hard uh-huh. on yourself. So, well, I have felt judged for being aloof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think that you guys are just jealous. So I don't feel like bad about it. 
Mm-hmm. I am jealous. I wish I could just let, <laughs> let jealous, things go. Yeah. yeah, I totally. Claire, Claire's mm-hmm. the one who judges you for being aloof the most. I know. I think we purely jealousy. <laughs> mostly love that you're aloof. Yeah, it is jealousy but... of like I wish I could be aloof from any situation. <laughs> She's like, I have to hold the whole family together. And plan <laughs> who told you you had to do that? <laughs> oh it's so true. Um, okay, but seriously though, like how do you guys feel more secure about yourself and like who you are? How do you do that? I promise that this is the last time I will quote Jody, but um in a different in an Instagram post that I saw a couple weeks ago, it like blew my mind because she and I I don't know why I did, but she was like other people's opinions have nothing to do with you. And let me prove it. If you gave a talk to a, a room full of people, there would be people who walked away loving what you said and people who walked away really disliking it. And it would have – so, like, they all got the same experience of you, but some people loved what you said and some people didn't. And it just has – it just boils down to, like, their own – their own life experiences and so you you don't have to concern yourself with that so just like remember that and just focus on you and what you want to be and that's hard that that's like really really hard for me because i think my mind conflates like we're like if people dislike something i say or do I conflate that sometimes with like, I've somehow hurt them or been unkind to them. You know what I mean? Like if I were mm-hmm. to say something and people were to, it was to offend someone, I would be like, well, that's that's on me. Like I need to apologize. I was wrong. I was hurtful. And so that has kind of turned into me wanting to like control everyone's opinion all the time. And I don't know, how do you guys disentangle that? Because on the one hand, it's like, yeah, if you say something unkind, like you need to apologize or, you know, make it right somehow. But the also the reality is like, but you also can't control like everyone's opinion of you all the I time. Think if, so I think if somebody has let you know that you've offended them or hurt them in some way, then you are responsible to apologize and, you know, try to try to change and make things better moving forward. But if someone is just going to wordlessly be offended by something that you said, I I think that's hard. I don't think you should be worrying all the time that someone might feel that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially if you are general, like you should generally be trying not to be really offensive Mm -hmm. to people. Yeah. And if you're doing that, then I don't see any benefit to just constantly thinking and thinking and thinking about like, how could someone have perceived every single thing that I did? Like, that's mm-hmm. not serving anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you have enough. You have to, like, trust your moral compass, kind of, to tell you whether what you said or did was actually, like, offensive mm-hmm. or mean. And, what like, what you intended when you did it. And I think you can tell, like, if you really, really, like, think about it. <laughs> I think yeah. you'll be able to tell that. Well, you did something wrong and there's a not. difference too between 
like Jody wasn't necessarily saying like some people would walk away and be like, that was so offensive what she said. But some people would walk away and just be like, oh, that didn't resonate with me or that I didn't really get anything out of that. I think our podcast is a perfect example. Like (laughs) people, you know, not everyone's going to like it. And like even people that we love in real life, there's plenty of people that don't listen. And I'm not mad about that. You know, like it's just like, oh, it's Mm -hmm. like everything – If you try to water yourself down to the point where everyone likes everything you do, you are not a person anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. like you you have completely lost like your integrity of like who you are. You know, if you're just like always trying to change yourself to appeal to everyone. Um, Another thing, Jody, (laughs) I just feel like the Jody Moore is she has one (laughs) that I love. I've listened to multiple times, and it's um it's the title I think of the episode is just like letting people be wrong or people can be wrong about you. And really the episode is just like, it's okay for people to be wrong about you. Like it's actually totally fine. Like, and that the way people perceive your actions can be completely different than like your intention or why you do the things you do. And that's okay. Like you, that's just like a thought that um, has been helpful for me. Mm -hmm. I would agree that I think that's how part of how I let go of worrying about what people think about me is, yeah, keeping affirming to myself that, like, if someone takes something, like, I don't know, if somebody is mad about something I said or if judges me for something, it's probably because they they don't have a clear picture of, of me, what I meant, mm-hmm. or, like, who I am. And, of course, I'm not letting myself off the hook for trying to, like, grow and learn and be a better person. But at the same time, if someone has misunderstood me, and then we don't have a chance to like talk about it. I'm not going to worry about that mm-hmm. all the time. I feel like you're good at that, Grace. Like, are, I don't know. Maybe you don't feel like that. But I feel like you're good at like just kind of being like, well, they're wrong. <laughs> like letting things go. <laughs> uh-huh. And just being like confident in why you do things. Or maybe it's just when you give me pep talks about it. But I feel like you're good at it. Um, one thing that I feel like has been really helpful for me is to just kind of like define my values and why I do the things I do and be intentional about the choices that I make. And when you know why, who you are and why you do the things you do, it's way less painful when people disagree because when you're doing things just to please other people, and you don't please them, it feels like failure, right? But when you're Mm -hmm. doing things because it's like, oh, this is there's a reason behind this and I'm secure and proud of like who I am and why I do the things I do, then even if people like really think you're doing things wrong, it's like, okay, but at least I have a reason for it. You know, like at least Mm -hmm. I'm trying to live up to some morals or values with like the actions that I'm choosing. Okay, well, I think we've had some great thoughts, guys. Um... I hope this conversation helps all of us be a little kinder to others and um, also to ourselves. Does anyone have a weekly win? Okay, my weekly win is that Matt got a job, Woo! which is just so exciting. So I am entering my shopaholic era and <laughs> I just... Don't you mean re- I'm very, re-entering? Mm-hmm. Yeah, re- yeah. re-entering. <laughs> but it's been so long that I forgot what it was like. No, um, no, not really. I'm going to be very um, financially responsible, but... Um, I'm just very proud of him. It's 
it's, it's tough out there, out there to yeah. get a job unless you like have a job already. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's not fun. I have always kind of just gotten every job I applied for immediately, like <laughs> which I've seen memes wow. that are like, that's how you Big know flex. it's like a red flag is if they hire you on the spot. Yeah, I saw that yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. So it was not, it's not a flex. It's just that I have not applied to jobs that I guess very many people wanted to work at. I so have I've, not gotten most of the jobs I've applied for. So oh. it's, and I've also well, gotten you, lots of bad jobs too over the years. Huh. You know, it's another red flag, but you don't get to see it until after you get hired is when you start working, you realize that the like everyone who worked there left like a few mm. weeks before you got there. I think that's <laughs> happened to me multiple, multiple oh, times. That, that has happened to me. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, well. why was there a mass exodus from this company? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah. So this was a foreign experience for me to like actually go through the process of applying for multiple jobs. And it wasn't me that went through it, I guess. It was Matt. But <laughs> but I don't know. When I, when you don't immediately get the job, the first job that you apply for, you're like, what? So he did get a job, and it's, it's, it's a good feeling. We're very proud of him. We're excited for you. The only downside in my eyes is since you guys won't be doing as much furniture flipping, I'm afraid that Matt won't be on Facebook Marketplace as much and be able to send me couches he wants me to consider. Oh, <laughs> well, he's working remotely, so he's working, you know, from home. And I would predict that there will still be a fair amount of Facebook Marketplace. It's kind of an addictive habit to get out of, mm -hmm. even when you no longer need like need to be on there. It's just, yeah. I found myself on there multiple times when we were on our trip. And I was like, I'm literally across the country. So like looking at this is just going to make me sad because I can't yeah. go buy any of the stuff. But it's just you can't help it. You just have to see mm -hmm. sometimes. So, no, yeah. seriously, we're super happy for you guys. Maybe you should tell people, are you guys going to be moving? Are you going to be – oh, you said he's going to be working remotely. So are you planning – everyone yeah. asks me if you're going to move. So, yeah, we'll we'll be staying here for the time being because um, there's no need for us to move. So, yeah, we're excited to stay close to Claire and Grace. And relatively close to Tess. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, close enough. Um, are you going to be saving for Florida? Is that the next? Yes. <laughs> Is it really? No. <laughs> I, I don't know. We, we talk about moving to Florida, but we will at least be... The deal was that we would stay here, that I would agree to stay here longer if we could um, go on a couple winter vacations to Florida. <laughs> More than so, one? <laughs> I trips. I said there should be two. <laughs> Whoa! So that that was the deal. We'll see if that two ends minimum up needing to happen. But yeah, like I feel like you guys should do three. We're not all Grace who can just like go to Florida three times in one winter. That's not. Feasible. We went twice <laughs> last year, and it it wasn't enough. So. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I found a new Instagram account that I really liked this last week. It's called Trader Joe's Five Items or Less. And um, it just has meal ideas using five items or fewer from Trader Joe's. And so it's very simple. I like Instagram accounts like that that are just like a very simple concept. 
very easy mm-hmm. to understand like what they're trying to do. Um, and some of them are things like I love Trader Joe's, but sometimes their like their frozen things wouldn't be enough to feed like a whole family. But there's good inspiration on there for just like simple things. Simple quick meals, even some of the items, it's like, okay, maybe I wouldn't buy this at Trader Joe's, but I could buy some of the things like at Costco. So it'd be like, you know, a bigger package or whatever. And I tried one of the meals this last week that was like their yellow curry sauce, coconut milk, potatoes, uh, carrots, and chicken in the crock pot. And it was really good. And like we ate it over rice. The kids loved it. We had leftovers the next day. And Dave was like, I think this is like a repeat. And I was like, yeah. And I just like stumbled upon it. Hmm. Um, I think a friend shared hmm. it or something. So um, I'm not as concerned. Remember that episode where Anne was like so worried about giving attribution to whoever had like shared yeah, the book. Okay. Our book. Yeah, I feel bad. I'm just like someone shared it. I can't remember who. <laughs> I stumbled onto it. But yeah, there's tons of ideas on there. So um, even maybe don't go on if you don't have a Trader Joe's close to you because you'll get sad. It'll be like yeah, mom I was gonna with say, Costco this does is, it again. Even this conversation is just making me I'm so really sad. sad. <laughs> Next time we can visit Tess or vice versa, if you're driving, you could just bring a bunch of things because we brought some Grandma Sycamore's bread home from Utah and a couple other mm. like dry goods mm. that I was wanting. Yeah, I am planning to do that. Uh I'm like mapping out slowly. I'm figuring out like where the nearest like Target is, where the nearest Trader Joe's. I'm trying to like make a map of of Missouri stores. Um, so I am planning to do that. But uh, I don't think I mentioned last week. I think I talked about it like before we actually started the podcast. Um, started recording that we got an ice cream maker and. It is very, very cute. It's It sits on my kitchen table as a decoration because it's pink and it just makes me happy. Um, but Luke, it was actually his idea to get one because we went to New York and we got to try the cereal milk ice cream at Milk Bar. And he loved it and got very obsessed with the idea of like making it. Uh, an ice cream for every kind of cereal and every kind of like treat. <laughs> I love that. And he's got <laughs> plans and and we kind of we we're kind of butting heads a little bit on <laughs> like which flavors to try first. So we're going to have to like take turns. But he took the first turn cuz I was like let's let's start with a classic french vanilla and he refused. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, nope, <laughs> straight into cereal milk. Vanilla. I just was like, let's start small. Let's do something simple. Like, start with the basics simple. and build out. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I love homemade vanilla ice cream, but he was not having it, and he was like, no, we got this so we can make cereal milk ice cream. So he, uh, we found a recipe online, and he did so well. It involved tempering egg yolks. Wow. And it was a, it was a whole process. You had to... You had to soak the cornflakes and then you had to strain them. And it, I, it was, I think it was better than the milk bar ice cream. It was so good. And, um, we had like some friends over that night. And so they were trying it and they were like, this is some of the best ice cream I've ever had, which is probably, uh, just to be nice. But it was real. I should, I shouldn't say that because Luke was the one who made it, but it was really, really, Delicious. That sounds really good. Wow. And um, I'm just very excited yeah. to get my ice cream maker I know. Out. Everyone should get an ice cream maker. You guys it's have so much fun. You guys have friends already? I know. I was like, you had friends <laughs> over. Yeah. Wow. So Everyone here is 
desperate for friendship, which is the perfect situation for making friends. Because you just instantly have It's like freshman year of college all over again. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Well, I have a good thing that... Oops. Weekly win. (laughs) I always think they're called good things. A good thing. Good things Martha Stewart style. (laughs) Um, My weekly win is something that's going to make this week a win. But so far... Ooh. It's too early to tell. I, I like that. Things. I like that shift, Grace. It's a positive way to think about it. Yeah, I deleted all my social media, not my accounts, just the apps <gasps> off of my phone. Do you even um, go on them? Yeah, see, I've been doom scrolling on Instagram a lot. Uh-oh. I do a thing where oh. I look at the, my suggested reels, I go on them, I hate whatever it is. I get really <laughs> mad. Mm-hmm. I go into the comments and I like to predict how the comment section is going to misunderstand and misconstrue the original post and then i okay i do this and then i scroll until i find the comments that agree with what i predicted would happen you know like i do that too that is one of my most shameful confessions it's horrible and and i like (laughs) finally today i was like this has to stop and the only way it's going to stop is if instagram is just not on my phone because if i go on there i'm gonna do this so goodbye for for wow. now for the good you know, for you until That's I can get myself choice. under control. Mm-hmm. That is, I like that. I like the the spin of like. <laughs> is it just when you can't think of anything to be like this is going to make the week? Well, I just can't. I just did it like an hour before the podcast started, mm-hmm. so I I can't really say that like I've benefited yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for you though. That's awesome. Yeah. It's that cloud download, though. It makes it so quick to just so quick get it right back mm-hmm. on. You're but you know, adding what? one more step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>